CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, October 26, 2021. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday, that can mean only one thing. Dwayne Long has joined us. Dwayne, how goes it? Well, it's a beautiful day in the Buckeye neighborhood. I guess that's the only thing I can say. Things are going quite well. The early season struggles, if you want to call them that, seem to have been put in the rearview mirror. Those things will get much more serious this weekend. We are going to begin by taking a quick look back at the win over Indiana. This was allegedly the toughest defense Ohio State had faced to this point. Their offense was simply a juggernaut. I believe first six possessions, six touchdowns. Is this what you expected? Better than what you expected? What's your overall vibe on the offense right now as they get ready for what's going to be a much more imposing second half of the season? Did I expect this? No. I expected the offense to be explosive, but I don't. I can't say that I, I saw this coming, Dan. I can't say that. It's really unstoppable. I don't see any team out there that can stop this team from scoring 35 to 40 points. That, to me, would be a disappointment, that, you know, that the offense really didn't often struggled a little bit, I might say. And that, that's crazy to think about, to, to say something like that, that, that the offense is uh, uh, 35 to 40 points would be struggling. But, you know, since uh, the Oregon game, this offense has averaged, averaged 55 points a game. That's incredible to think about. And it isn't just Buckeye Nation that's all fired up about this and saying, what an offense, what an offense. Look around the country. You're going to find pundits from one end of the country to the other saying that this Buckeye offense is the best in the country. It's, it's very special offense. It's, it's the, it's the most complete offense in the country. Let's say that Dan, where, where is there a weak spot in this offense? There isn't one. My original fear was the inexperience between CJ Stroud and Travion Henderson would be an issue. That's clearly not an issue. Stroud has really taken another step. I thought he was riding the bus earlier this year. He's now driving the bus. And Travion Henderson, I mean, I'm not sure there's much else you can say about him except that I'm not sure I've ever seen a true freshman, I'm trying to think, that's this good. I mean, I know running back is one of those positions you can literally hit the ground running and it's a very instinctual thing, but that guy is something else. There is a collective gasp, even on the road, every time he touches the ball. The offensive line has been dominant, and the receivers are ridiculous. So that brings us to the defense. What do you make of the effort versus Indiana? The first possession was not pretty. If you go to Mark Porter's Buckeye in the Sky, it was posted earlier this morning. 
It breaks down the issues on the first drive. There was a long third down that Indiana was clever and probably blocked early. And then the touchdown was a miscommunication between Cody Simon and Ronnie Hickman. But after that, they buckled up and they were very impressive. They also have started to get home a lot more often. The defense is playing so much better. It's a lot better than it was. A lot better. They're, they're playing really well. The defensive line is is coming along. Harrison is playing like we hoped he would. The young defensive tackles, well, I don't know what you could say about them. And we're getting a lot of good good uh, work out of Tuamola and uh, Sawyer. It's just outstanding. Um, Steel Chambers is the best linebacker on the team. Why he's not playing more, I don't know. He's definitely helped the defense. He seems to be so instinctive out there. And he runs well, uh, finds the ball. It's playing so much better. And here's the, the really the bottom line, Dan. Look at the last two years. Football's changing. It was always about defense wins championships. We've, we, we both have heard that all our lives. Well, not so much anymore, at least in the college game. We're not seeing that. We're not seeing where defense wins championships. We're seeing that offense wins championships. Alabama's defense last year was average. Wasn't any, anything like what we've seen in the past from Alabama, which is absolutely dominating defense. And then you look two years ago, LSU's all, defense was less than average, but they could just score so many points. And that's what we're looking at with this team. Nobody can stop them from scoring. The defense does not have to be a single-digit average, uh, uh, you know, like we've seen in the past with outstanding Buckeye teams where uh, the defense was holding teams under 100 yards and, and uh, less than 10 points a game. It's just not what's winning championships these days. And we've got the formula. It's right there in front of us. Yeah, so let's take it a step further. There was much discussion. I think it was even the focus of Dave's podcast yesterday's. Is this Ohio State's best offense ever? Very difficult question to compare, but I'll say this. I do think it's Ohio State's best offense compared to the number two offense. For example, last year, the offense was great, but I think you could say the offense at Alabama was better. The year before that, the offense was great, but I think you could say LSU's offense was better. I don't know who the number two offense out there is right now. And like you said, if offense wins championships, that should make you very happy. We're going to take a quick break, come back, talk about the Nittany Lions. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. We are back. Dwayne, most people thought, and I was one of them, that this would be the most difficult game on the schedule. Ohio State hosts Penn State at the shoe. Having watched Penn State for the last few weeks, Sean Clifford is a shell of himself, and I'm not even sure a fully formed Sean Clifford would be good enough. Penn State has a good defense, questionable offense. They are an 18-point underdog right now, last time I checked, heading into the shoe. What do you expect? I thought we would beat this team. Sean Clifford is not a, a the kind of player that that he's not a game changer. He's not a game changer. He was a good, solid quarterback. He plays hard. He plays well. He plays smart. But he's just not a game-changing kind of guy. And now he's beat to hell. Well, you saw it last week. Uh, he took a couple of sacks, and just watching him try to get up was he's he's beat up. And we're going to beat him up that much worse. That's what we're going to do. 
Uh, now the defense, it's going to, it's the only challenge that we're going to see to this offense. So I'm looking forward to that. If this offense is as good as I think it is, then wow, does this really, <laughs> it sets a tone for something that could be special for us, Dan, here in Columbus, Ohio. To beat this defense up, it's, it's going to show something about this team. I actually think after this game, people are going to talk about Michigan or Michigan State because I don't think this sets up very well for Penn State. It being a night game on the road, Ohio State hitting its stride while Penn State is limping in. Penn State defense is good. I don't see it as a group that can handle the Buckeyes. I actually think the diagnosis on the Buckeyes is going to get pushed back a week or two. So I think this is going to be a real litmus test. Maybe not what we thought earlier given the fact that Clifford is struggling. But they do have a receiver in Jahan Dotson that will scare us, and that should be a very interesting matchup. I'd be very curious to see who's going to draw Dotson. I don't think they'd have Burke follow him. Does Penn State scare you at all from what they can do on offense? No, here's the thing. If Clifford is not healthy, they can't do anything. Nothing. Their backup situation is as bad as I've seen. I mean, it's just terrible. They can't do anything, and that is just going to increase the pressure. There's going to be three and outs. There's going to be field position. Uh, Ohio State's going to be operating on short fields, and it could get ugly. It's going to be here in Columbus. Uh, the fans are going to be in an absolute tizzy, and it, it could get ugly if they can't move the ball, and I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball. Even with Clifford, he's not going to be 100%, Dan. Let's just – Let's just say that he's there's no way he's going to be 100 percent. He wasn't 100 percent last week. Uh, there was a there was an argument that they shouldn't have played him last week, that they should have tried to get by uh, a, a team like Illinois without him and try to get him healthy for Ohio State. He is he's busted up. So, you know, he, and he took another beating Saturday. I just don't think that they're going to be able to move the ball. And when they can't move the ball, like I said, short fields against an offense that is proven to be unstoppable, I think this could get ugly if, uh, unless Penn State's defense is even better than I think it is. Keep this in mind when you're worried about our quarterback situation and how many quarterbacks we have and the room is too crowded when you see Penn State throw out a second-string quarterback that looks Mac level at best. Remember how nice it is to have an embarrassment of riches at quarterback. The Big Ten East will be the center of the college football world this weekend, not just Ohio State, Penn State. Michigan takes on Michigan State. Who do you like? I, I like Michigan. I, I just have – we haven't seen enough. Michigan State is better than we thought they were going to be, but I don't think they're a really good football team. And Michigan is, is solid defensively and solid offensively. You know, I'm not uh, – uh, surprised at their record, especially considering their schedule. I'm going to go with Michigan. I think it's going to be a good football game. I'm torn as of right now. I actually think Michigan State's offense has a better chance to make big plays. I was looking at some stats earlier. They're up there in terms of yards per completion. They really go down the field with the ball. So I think Michigan State's ability to make big plays will end up being the difference. We appreciate Dwayne stopping by. We appreciate the kennel for letting his dogs join. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Bucknutters.